Felina Adkinson confronted an overnight nurse who was sleeping while her daughter was under the nurse's care. Adkinson's daughter Helen suffered from lupus, an autoimmune disease. The nurse yelled at Atkinson, who was black. Adkinson later learned the nurse had made it known she had problems with people of color. And my thing is, why would you even give her a patient of color knowing that she does not care for black people? But I just made sure she stayed away from, as much as I could, stayed away from Helen. Atkinson's daughter, Helen Heath, died in March at age 35. Atkinson's perception that black patients are more likely to have inferior care as compared to their white counterparts is borne out by studies. To address the inequity in health care, a new Illinois law calls for implicit bias training for medical professionals. Governor J.B. Pritzker signed the bill into law last month. Health care is a right, not a privilege. But for too long, too many Illinoisans have been denied that right, whether through health care deserts, inexcusable delays in Medicaid applications, through lack of access, through high premiums, through doctors untrained to recognize symptoms on black skin. While crafting the legislation, sponsors turned to experts in areas including medicine, sociology, African-American studies, social work, and urban planning. Dr. Ruby Mendenhall, a professor at the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign, has spent her career working at the cross-section of those areas and advised lawmakers while they put together their proposal. She told lawmakers about a study that showed many first- and second-year medical students believed that black skin was somehow thicker than white skin, and blacks' nerve endings less susceptible to feeling pain than whites. Over a two-decade period, black patients were 22% less likely to receive pain medication. Meanwhile, black women are six times more likely to die from pregnancy-related issues, more than 70% of which were preventable. When you do have health care and you go into the doctor's office or the hospital, what type of treatment you receive can literally have life and death consequences. The Black Caucus's massive health care reform prompts a statewide anti-racism commission and halts the closure of safety net hospitals for the duration of the COVID-19 pandemic. The law also makes state investments to combat rates of infant and maternal morbidity, offers legal protections for those seeking treatment for opioid addiction, and caps costs for diabetes testing equipment. Longtime Senator Maddie Hunter, a Democrat from Chicago, has been working piecemeal for decades to stem discrimination against black patients. It's just so interesting to, to find that African Americans have been hit hard with the highest rates of diabetes kidney disease, cardiovascular diseases, asthma, and I can just go on and on and on and on. Hunter says the legislation, which Republicans have said could cost as much as $12 billion, will save countless lives. Rockford Republican Dave Severson is spokesman of the state Senate committee that looks at health care. He says much of the multi-billion dollar law is unaffordable for the cash-strapped state and is unlikely to pass the appropriation process. The idea of we're having bad health outcomes currently, uh, starting new programs without uh, eliminating old programs or determining which programs are working and not working doesn't seem to make sense. Hunter says reviews of that kind will occur. Meanwhile, Mendenhall 
the U of I professor, is enthusiastic about parts of the legislation that would create workforce development for African Americans and train a core of 100,000 community health workers who can act as liaisons between providers and minority people in need of medical treatment. They already have um, some of the cultural wealth and the resources, and in many ways, it's their gift and passion to do that. So I see as the two types of knowledge kind of coming together to create something that could really be a collective force for healing in the community. I'm Maureen McKinney.